again your host philip i am located in kansas city getting ready for the playoff game today since it is saturday january 6th and we have john and my brother in baltimore yo guys what's up happy new year and then we have Idean in denver woo 2018 both cities five broncos both cities are not in the playoffs but i am (laughs) whatever you're still a broncos fan i'm still a broncos fan (laughs) Yeah, he's wearing, ladies and gentlemen, Phil is wearing a Broncos hat and a Kansas City Chiefs that is, t-shirt. That's I got to support <laughs> where I'm living in the team in the playoffs. Ain't that some bullshit. Hey, I lived in Phoenix for almost that's a year, right. and I didn't want to support the Diamondbacks because I'm a Rockies fan. You that's different. Raider like that. That's not different at all. That's, <laughs> that's right. All. That's right. You're How can cheater. you do that? Yeah. Well, they're not, they're not playing traitor. the Broncos. And, and, to, the Broncos. and to, to go on top of it, he's got the Matt Patricia beard oh, going yeah. on, Yeah, too, which, which is which, hilarious. Uh, so he's got the New England Patriots beard, and then he's got the Kansas City shirt. I mean, what if Kansas City didn't go to the playoffs? Would you still wear that shirt? Probably oh, not. I just, I just bought this yesterday, dude. Exactly. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a ton to talk about. Sorry we, we were out for a month. We had a... Kind of crazy December, but we are back, and hopefully, we've said this a lot of times, this is a weekly podcast. <laughs> um, It'll be weekly from now on. We'll see. Winter break. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, you know. New right. year, new me. Yeah, Alrighty, new well, let's get right into it. Uh, we're not going to really talk about the last four weeks of football, but we're going to talk about who was let go and who stayed at the end of the football season. So I'm going to throw out a couple names and you guys give me your thoughts on if it was justified or what the hell. So thoughts on Bruce Arians retiring. I think good for him. That's the first thing I think of is good for him. He's had a good solid coaching career and he's had that like issue with his heart or whatever. I think he almost had like a heart attack and went to the hospital a couple years ago. So it's like, and like when you watch him coach, it's like, He's, dang, that dude is. I stressed. don't know if you guys have watched the Amazon Prime series where they follow a football team through the whole season. It, it was the Arizona Cardinals when they uh, went to the NFC Championship game. My God, yeah, he is. Seems like it's just such a stressful person. Yeah, exactly. He takes it so seriously that it's like that. That, yeah, dude, that just, show, by the way, is all time or to chill nothing. Out. Yeah, Good I think show. Uh, great show. All or nothing is what it's called. Oh, I'm gonna okay. have to check that out. Yeah, I think uh, you know it's something good for him health-wise. Uh, stress is a very underrated uh, killer. I, I think I think a lot, especially men, don't realize how how stress can actually hurt your body. And so you know, obviously, he needs time to uh, rest and recover and and hopefully enjoy his you know the last few years of his 60s and you know enjoy the money that he's earned. Right. And, right. You know, get out of football. I mean, everyone's well, got to have that final you know final season. You know, you can't just keep coaching right. forever. Well, hopefully the second That's time right. he's retired, he actually retired as the offensive coordinator of the Steelers. Hopefully the second time is the last time for him. I hope, it's, yeah. I hope for his sake that he's done for for, for the sake of his health. Clearly he right. needs to rest and relax. All right, moving right along. Uh, right. Probably one that no one is surprised by is John Fox is out in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that, 
Not surprised. Put him at back all. in Denver. Oh God! No, he <laughs> needs. No, thank you. He needs to be done. He, he went to two Super Bowls, lost both of them, but then hadn't had really much of a winning seasons beyond those two Super Bowls. So yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest with you, he did. He hasn't really. He didn't have much to work with in Chicago. Well, they didn't really do. They really didn't improve at all during his. I mean, they were basically same same records like it felt like every single year like before him when they had mark tressman and then like now after what two or three years with john fox it's it's just the same same right. old same old i don't i don't think he'll get another head coaching job if anything he'll be like a d coordinator somewhere Def- defensive coordinator yeah, yeah. I uh, see that. another another coaching that that is probably overdue by two or three years chuck pagano out in indy that's a yeah. that's a sad one. That's sad. Yeah, didn't he was wasn't he the one that recovered yeah, from right. yeah. didn't he recover from cancer? Bruce Arians actually there. took over head coaching uh, responsibilities in Indy that's while right. he was getting his cancer treatment. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by that one either. I, it just kind of sucks that he never really had a good offensive line to work with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a general manager thing or anything. And then, of course, because of that, Andrew Luck has just been perpetually hurt for like two, two years. I mean, we saw when they had Andrew Luck, they were they were a really decent. good team. They made it to the AFC they were a decent team. So, I wouldn't call yeah. them special, but they were decent. What do you think, Chuck has a job next year? You think, yeah. or uh, I don't know. He probably has a coordinator job. Yeah, I mean, he was with Baltimore before uh, before he was yep. in Indy, so yep. you never know. I mean, he definitely has a good resume. I actually didn't even know that he, that he, he was actually born in Colorado. I didn't realize that. Yeah, is he an offensive guy or offensive? Guy? I believe like he's the offensive coordinator. Um, all right, uh, moving right along. Uh, one of the shocking ones was Del Rio's out in Oakland. We'll, we'll, we'll talk he was about defensive coordinator. Sorry to to to, to correct it. Chuck Pagano was defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Good to know. Um, oh, we will okay. get back to okay. who the Raiders hired later, but Jack Del Rio out in Oakland. But I think that that's also that's an important factor in why Del Rio was was fired was because of I think they had they had a plan all along to bring John well, Gruden in. And, I I've, and they, they I heard that I mean he pretty much lost the team. It's kind of a similar thing that happened down in Jacksonville where he just kind of just lost them. Yeah, well in Denver too. That's the same thing that happened when he was the defensive coordinator here. Is John Elway pretty much? It seemed like they the coaching staff. It was under the Fox coaching staff. They pretty much like quit on the team. Everybody did, really yeah. When you when you can't month. beat the Colts at yeah. home in the divisional round, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I I think that th- there was there was an inkling of them wanting to wanting to get John Gooden, so they were like, all right, this right. is our best opportunity to get rid of Del Rio, and uh, let's try to uh, put all of our money and all of the weight on getting John Gooden back. Right, this happened to be at Del Rio's expense, so. Unfortunately for him, how about yeah. how about the the shitty yeah. fact that he was the one that had to tell the media that he was fired? Yeah, that's really shitty. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. I don't know. It really depends on the conversation behind you know, closed doors because we don't know what they talked well, about. To I mean, be honest, wanted... no one no one wants to speak to that freak of an owner that they have over there. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the that's the Raiders for you. That's how their organization has been run for the last like. I don't know, fifteen or oh, baby so Davis, years, you mean? So. Yeah, baby uh, Davis, you know uh, baby yeah, Davis baby with Davis. the uh, with with the nineteen eighties bull cut. The worst. That, oh, that's my not God. The bull that cut. is yeah. the worst haircut I've ever seen before. 
I, I mean, he he is probably yeah. the most underdressed and worst. Probably has the worst hairstyle of any millionaire in the world. Speaking of which, he's also I think he's I probably know. the poorest NFL owner as well. Uh, it's only yeah, worth like that, 500 million. That will change though, I mean, once they go poor to Vegas. is a relative term in this case. Well, but, yeah, in, I mean, in respective to other owners, where he we has have... enough money to pay for good hairstyle advice. That's all I'm putting out there. <laughs> you can go to a barber get a good and get himself a decent haircut. That dude looks like a he toy. probably still has his mom do it for him. He looks, like a, he looks like a toy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks, he looks like a Chucky doll. Oh, All right, uh, probably the biggest surprise for me this this off season is Jim Caldwell is out in Detroit. Mm. Yeah, that was surprising to me too. I think he's a good coach. I like the guy. I was I was saying earlier before the show started, I was te- talking to Phil and. I think that he did, did a really good job in Indianapolis once Dungy yeah. left. He did a good job of taking over. All right, let him, let him do a Super Bowl. His, Almost his won stuff. that Super Bowl, too. Yeah, let him do a Super Bowl. They lost, but they, they, they led him to that Super Bowl. And then, also, I thought he was doing a pretty decent job with what he had right. in Detroit. They never developed much of a run game. They have to. That's what they really have to improve on. He did but, kind of bolster their um, defense a bit, though. They were, they were okay. Yeah, their defense was pretty Except pretty against decent. the Saints. But... And... Uh, yeah, and Matt Stafford had one of the best years he's ever had. Wow. So, add a good running game. That that's a good. That's that, to me that would be a really intriguing spot to go to. For, Matt as, Patricia. As coach, yeah, the Detroit's in really good shape right now. Yeah. I mean they don't they don't really need a lot of rebuilding. So they just need a good. They need a good a winning season. They need a good off offensive yeah. running scheme and a good defensive scheme, and they're pretty much set. Yeah, they're 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 a great yeah, team. Exactly. Any any coach should 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 be. Uh, cautiously optimistic walking into Detroit next season. Yep. Because that's right. That'd be a good yeah. Because I mean, team. if you come in and they do worse, like wait a minute, what the hell happened? <laughs> They're actually a good All team right. on paper. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and, uh, the biggest thing is is that you have you have the quarterback there, and and uh, being in Denver, that's that that's such a big help. Just not having to worry about. And that's something we'll definitely get into the closer to the draft we, we we get is what do the Broncos do with number five. Yeah, that'll be All right. Um, now, let's move on to some surprises who weren't fired. Why is Jackson still in Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, Why? I don't get that. He's gone 1 in he has, 30. Yeah. 1 in 30. What was that? Fucking. He's won one game in two seasons. They got to have some type of plan yeah, for him, right. or they don't have another option. I mean, because who would want a coach in Cleveland? Yeah, that's right. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. Even like one of the quarterbacks that's that's being drafted, I think the guy, the, the guy from UCLA, Darnold. One of yeah, the, he said, "I I don't want to be I don't want to be drafted by by the Browns." You know, it's it's funny. Like that's how bad the Browns are. A new guy in college who who has a chance to go play in the NFL would say, "No, I'm not playing for this team." Right? <laughs> it's like it's crazy. I mean, the Browns are like the Roach Coach crazy. Motel of the NFL. As opposed to say like the Broncos and the Pats and the Steelers are like your five star, triple diamond hotel, you know, like it's just they're they're it's abysmal. I mean, you're just basically guaranteeing a losing season at best, let alone even. Yeah, it's almost career suicide yeah. there. I mean, I mean, what are they going to do with Josh Gordon? I mean, are they going to trade him for more money and players that they can't make win, or are they going to keep him and hope that, that they can keep you know keep a consistent core? Uh, around Duke Johnson and you yep. know, Kaiser and you know 
Josh Gordon and and but just hope that they can win at some point. How much well, that's what's money is... do they have left? They still have to pay Brock Osweiler twelve million dollars a year for the next few years. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that, Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Denver is you know loving that, but I, well, it's just like not not now, but <laughs> well, not now, but in, I mean, hey, I mean, the money is still not being paid out by the Broncos, right? Right. But but I mean, just looking that's at right. Cleveland's overall organization, I mean, obviously leadership you know starts top down and uh, just. I'm not. I'm not sure that it's. You know, it's definitely not the city. It's not the bad weather. It's not the the grunginess. Pittsburgh is arguably a more depressing city than Cleveland. I mean, there's there's all these things that. The, no, it's, it's just ownership. strictly it's ownership. Here's the thing. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that that SB Nation video that I sent you about a, a Cleveland a few weeks ago, but it's it's part of it. I think is them trying to hold on to the to the past of the Browns, even though that's not the same team. It's not the same team. Yeah, well, they like to believe that it right. is because the people in Baltimore know that the that this team came from Cleveland, right? But yeah. the yeah. Browns are a brand new franchise. This this is not a this is not a team that this was not the dominant team from the eighties. This that that team is yeah, in the, Baltimore now. It's this yes, is not exactly. That's very interesting because like you have to have a certain mentality being an expansion team. They're, that's what exactly. they are. Is an and they don't have team, that mentality. Have to have yeah. The Browns are not a history. You have to. You have to. The be current like... Cleveland Browns are not a historical franchise as they are now. The only thing that's historical is the name. That's it. The name is the that's only right. thing that has any right. has any history beyond the current team. But yeah, they are an expansion team. Um, I mean, they could have called it. You know, they could have given yeah, them a different right. name. You know, yeah. maybe that would help kind of release that nostalgia that 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 maybe still still exists. That that false nostalgia. I mean, these you know these these fans are. Nostalgic about something that doesn't even exist. Right. The current Cleveland Browns are the That's are right. the only Cleveland Browns, um, and they're not the old Ravens or or the old Browns that are now the Ravens. So, yeah, yeah. they need. I don't know. Well, There's got to be some, something's got to give. Maybe they got to sell the team to someone else. Maybe that's the only way to do it. Maybe. Yeah, it's an ownership thing. I mean, it, it's it's funny to me. Like they keep making the same mistakes with. I mean, people are saying that that they're probably going to have to select a quarterback. But Again, I mean, they have two. They, they have two, two, picks, they, they two picks. But they just got. I, they just got. What was his name? Deshaun Kaiser. They just. Got he, he has a lot of promise. Not Kaiser's not that bad. Kaiser's not he, that bad. He was horrible in the red zone, but getting to the red zone, he was really good. It's not that bad. I mean, it just it just takes coaching and leadership. I mean, that's the thing is that all these guys who come to the NFL are incredibly talented. They're, it's so competitive to get drafted into the NFL and to even get a chance to start. So any yeah. player that starts an NFL game in any capacity, at any position, at any with any team, is incredibly talented. How you know how how are these coaches harnessing that talent and 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 using yeah, them the and right way? A lot way? of it is about and the fit. Browns are doing that the wrong way. Yeah, a lot of yeah, exactly. And a lot of it is about fit too. To go with what you're saying, John, it's like it's like. How how well do you fit into a system yes. to a scheme? I think Tom Brady, somebody like Tom Brady, is a perfect example of that. Where he's like he's a nobody, but you know he had he was in the right situation at the right time, and I think that that's that's hugely important, and I, that's that's part of the reason why right. the Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, are look at yeah, like Brady was nothing. Death he, sentence. You know, I mean, he started at the bottom, and now he's here, like that, like that stupid rap song, right? But the thing is that somebody yeah. was able to identify Brady's skill, harness that talent, and develop it into what well, he is today. And he why got a isn't that little bit lucky with Bledsoe being hurt. He got absolutely lucky. No, he got luck, lucky. Is definitely a, <laughs> luck is definitely a factor. Luck is a factor. Think, I mean, think about how, yeah. you know, how, how, how many kids are out in the U.S. that never got a chance to even go to college because they had right. limited means. And they could be in the NFL had they been lucky enough 
to get into a school that could help you know that could help them get to where they need to be. So yeah, luck is a factor in, in any profession, whether it's even outside of sports or, or not. It's something that you know that's always a factor. But in this case, the guys that are, are playing in the NFL, their luck Ooh. is is getting the opportunity, but their skill is what gets them into the NFL. Right. Well, so that's, uh, that's let's, my rant. Let's uh, go on to another couple other teams. One of which was there's a lot of rumors around uh, Joseph being let go in Denver, but he retains his job for at least one more year. What are your guys' thoughts? I think it's being in Denver. I think it's the right decision. I I know I'm in the I'm in the minority here in Denver actually for that being the the correct decision. Everybody thinks he's in over his head and all that sort of stuff. But you got to give the, him a chance. Uh, the coaching staff that was selected wasn't it wasn't um, great. What's no, I'm sorry. When I we heard, heard a dog. One of my dogs dog. barking. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> dog. The dog. Throw you off little no, no, no. That's okay. I just think uh, with with uh, Vance Joseph, I mean the co- the coaching even the coaching staff that was given to him it wasn't that, that wasn't his coaching staff that was handpicked by McCoy John was Cole, surprising right? I thought it he would be a lot better yeah but you know it's you got to have a team to work with and I think during the during the season end press conference John Elway did make did did admit that he did not do enough to give Joseph what right. he needed to be successful. And it looks like now with a lot of these new coaching, there have been some new coaching changes here. Defensive backs coach, um, offensive line coach. Changes. I think six position coaches yeah, were that's fired. Right. Yeah, they're going to have two offensive line coach. They're going to have offensive line offensive line coach for the guys in the middle, the centers and the guards, and they're going to have another offensive line coach for the tackles, which I find really interesting. I've never heard mm-hmm. of anything like that before. And these are these are guys that are being more more it's it, more of like Vance Joseph type guys. So, um, this is this is his last. He's he's. I, it sounds like to me he's give he's give he's now being given one more shot, yeah. one more shot. Yeah, you got to have at least well, a winning record. That, Even if you don't make the playoffs, you got to have think, a winning I'm gonna record. Say, we're, we're not going to talk about the draft a whole lot, but I think because of what you just said about the old line, I think they have to go with the quarterback now at five. Yeah. Yeah, they either they either I think that they either I mean this might be a discussion for later, yeah. but they they have to um, they either have to it depends it all depends on what happens in free agency. We'll see. To be completely honest but, with you, if they get a, if they get a quarterback in free agency, which free agency comes first, if they get a quarterback a good quarterback in free agency, then you can skip on you can skip on a quarterback in the fifth round, get a, or number fifth overall pick, get a quarterback like later, the third or fourth draft, round. Yeah, they'll, they'll be good quarterbacks. Yeah, and get uh, one of those good offensive linemen. Yeah, because Bowles hasn't been too which... too too bad to be honest. He was a his twenties pick. No, I think they need to move him to a right tackle. He'll be better as a right tackle. Get a new left tackle, um... and then they'll be they'll be pretty solid going going. Forward. I'm gonna throw one more surprise at you guys. I just read this. Um, apparently, if the Titans don't win, uh, Malarkey will be fired. Uh, they actually wow. like that. I mean, it's just a report from SB Nation, but it's probably speculation. It's, it's reported yeah. that if the Titans lose, they will hand Larky his walking papers and pursue Josh yeah, McDaniels. Well, it's reported oh, by wow. some alternate media source, or is that coming from the team directly? No, no, John. Actually, uh, they've been saying it's been speculated. They were the actually that Malarkey. Yeah, the they, they, were, we, I was, they were. They were surprised that he wasn't fired at the end of the season. He wasn't fired because they somehow miraculously made the wild card. 
they made by, the playoffs. If they hadn't made the playoffs, yeah. he probably would have got fired. Yeah. Yeah, and well, and their what their 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 idea is what the, what what management is thinking over there is that their the offense should be a lot better with the talent. That especially, with Mariota. especially with Mariota. Yeah, yeah. Mariota's a great. He's a stud. Yeah, their stud. offense should be a lot better, and that makes sense that they would go after Josh McDaniels, being an offensive-minded guy, because they want it. They want their offense to be high flying. He's honestly fans. probably the most brilliant. So, I was saying that's league. interesting. Yeah. Behind Shannon, yeah. probably, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should have gotten Kyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, but but all right. So <laughs> now let's move on to what I would consider some pretty beefy box here. What the fuck is happening in Cincinnati? <laughs> what? what he Lewis said he wanted to retire. Then he said he wanted to coach next year. And all of a sudden, two-year contract extension. There's gonna I, be I, yeah. It's almost like they're, they're there's own gonna worst be a Marvin Lewis statue in Cincinnati at some at some point in the future. <laughs> it's been, Win or lose, my, my, anything. My, my, next two years, it's <laughs> 17 years there. If he goes there for stays for two more years, that's nuts. I mean, he's won 12 more games than he's lost, so it's not like he's a losing coach. He just hasn't but won a they, Super Bowl. <laughs> he just he hasn't won a playoff game. game. That's that's, that's the craziest thing. Crazy. He hasn't won. We a talked about this like three months ago. He how how is he still there? I thought he was done. I thought he was done last year, two years ago. I thought he was done. I thought that was it. And he's still there. It's unbelievable. It's, and with the fuck up with, the, with not trading my uh, Karen to the Browns that happened, like someone didn't sign something, like how does he still have a job? They need, they need yeah, to give Ocho Cinco that job. Love that. He just, <laughs> you know, he just, I think, just love I think the Cinco. thing with Marvin Lewis, too, is that Marvin Lewis is a good yeah. coach. I think he's a good he's coach. a great I defensive mind. Like, he should do something different. I think for the good of, for himself, for his own legacy, he. Because I was thinking, you know, if Vance Joseph gets fired, I I wouldn't mind bringing in somebody like Marvin Lewis, because I think that you know somebody like him. Def, he he's good with defensive guys. He's 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 been he was a great defensive coordinator. He's a decent right. coach. Um, I mean, he he took Cincinnati. Cincinnati were the Cleveland Browns. They were the Cleveland Browns when he took over, and he, and they're, they're at least like. They're at least competent. They're not losing every single game. Like well, they managed to play the Texans so in the playoffs for four straight years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. They're they're twelve games over five hundred since he's been coached. So I mean, that's you know he's obviously done something decent. He's way better than the Browns. But the Brown, but the Brown family just yeah, keeping right. him for that long. That's the next head coach probably gonna have a shit hard time there. Well, yeah, because I mean, they're yeah. gonna have to break out of this Marvin Lewis funk because it'll it'll yeah. be there for a little while even after he leaves. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so our yeah, second block right. of the week, we now have the two worst haircuts in the NFL joining powers in Oakland. John Gruden that's was right. hired for a ten-year, one hundred million dollar contract, which will be uh, properly announced on Tuesday. Dear God, he. He said it would take a lot for him to not be in the booth, and he was damn right. Ten million a year for a head coach. Yeah, I think there's some ownership stake at, involved Probably. in that too, where he's going to get like a certain percentage. And good timing for him with them moving to Las Vegas in a year or two, and, and all of that. Flashy new coach, that's, Super Bowl winning that's, coach. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good situation. I think it's genius by the Raiders. They're going all in. They're 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 showing their fans that we're good. We're pushing hard. We want to win. We want to change the culture here. I think I think it's actually a really smart move. I don't, you know, don't don't be cheap for your fans. You know, like 
that's what we're dealing with here. We're, we've, we've dealt with Chief John Elway getting rid of good coaches when Lee oh, with Davis. <laughs> Wade Davis, yeah. But Davis is great. wasn't it – he still is. Yeah. Phillips, Wade sorry. Wade, yeah, Wade Davis. Phillips, yeah. uh, wasn't it Al Davis who said that Gruden will never coach in Oakland again? No, that was that was my yeah, champion, but, wasn't it? I don't know. It could have been Al Davis, and if it is Al well, Davis, obviously. Then, uh, he's he's dead. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, I think they, you know, they made a mistake. They they made the biggest the biggest mistake that the Raiders ever made was letting John Gruden go. They let John Gruden go, and it was perpetual darkness for them for for a decade plus. And I think they 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 quickly realized they made an error there, um, but. I mean, do you guys think John Gruden's a little overrated? I think I think John Gruden might be a little bit overrated, to be completely honest. I mean, it with could you. it could be um, another uh, nostalgia effect there, where they want things to be good again, and you know that's that that could be part of it. Yeah. But yeah, I think I don't know. I just you know it's pretty controversial to say, but I just think he's kind of an overrated coach. Um, he's a really smart guy, smart football guy. Obviously, I love him on the broadcast. Right. I thought I thought he was really fun to listen to. And then you got, because I, I mean the last few years, I mean he won he won the Super Bowl with 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 Tampa in two thousand two, but that was pretty much Tony Dundee's team exactly. that he took over. And then there was a couple of years where he was in the playoffs, and then like after that, like the last few years, like Tampa sucked. And then he left, and he got the got the cush job at ESPN, and now he's being paid a hundred million dollars. I mean, I mean. He's a hardworking guy. I guess he deserves it, but I mean, it's I nuts. just yeah, it's it's a little nutty. It's a little nutty, especially for that that amount of money. That is unprecedented. You can get yeah, away with it in college because they don't they don't pay the players, but not in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I like the gesture by the Raiders to show that hey, we're gonna get our guy, we're gonna change our organization around, but it just seems like it seems a little. Overrated. Over. It's over the top. That's the right. thing I would. Uh, All, right. All right. Well, I got a Bach. Uh, lay it on us. Lay it on you. <laughs> well, it's a two-part Bach. It's it's a quick one and then a little longer one. So Bach of the week, obviously. Uh, uh, Ravens missing the playoffs. Uh, Bengals throwing that. Bills what a joke. Well, it's funny, yeah. So the so the Bills are in first time in uh, seventeen years. Nineteen Nin- years. Nineteen years. Um, 19 years. 99. 99 years. Uh, 98. Yeah, it's just, it's just amazing to, to see Andy Dalton go like Tebow style in the last 40 seconds of the game. So um, so, so that's definitely block of the week there. Go Bills. Um, but yeah. I, I, I want to go back to – we got to have at least one baseball mention every every podcast, regardless of what month it is. Um, there's obviously right now the biggest trade on the docket is the Machado potential trade to uh, the New York Yankees. One year left on his oh, contract. No. Don't do it, Baltimore. So, so I don't do it. I Baltimore. think so. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. It's bad if they do it. Bad if they don't do it. Either way, I think that they're kind of in a bad situation. There's one year left on his contract right now. He holds value for them. In a year oh. from now, when he's a free agent, he's no longer. They can no longer capitalize off of that trade. Right. So if they don't trade him, I think that that is a huge mistake. Unless they can acquire someone it's else. It's Yeah, that's the thing. Is they need is is the Orioles need money. They they need money, and so um, they need players, but they need money to buy players, or they need good, good you know good players with. And you, you I mean you guys know that New York does not 
uh, farm players. They they buy. They don't players. care. They'll spend. Yeah, Todd, exactly. So Todd Frazier is a free agent. Off. He sucks. At, yeah, he 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 can't hit worth shit. So I, I don't think re, uh, that resigning Todd Frazier is an option. I mean, it is an option, but it's a no, bad he's option. Overrated. He's way overrated. They they were talking about how yeah. how how fun he is as his highlight trait, not how good of a hitter he is. So Frazier's out. Um, I mean, you know, Machado's good at the plate, not great. Obviously, he's a defender of all defenders. So, two-time Gold Glover at 25 years yeah. old. Clearly, he is just getting to to his peak. He's Arenado of the American League. He might be as good as Arenado. Yeah. So, I think that if the Orioles don't trade him this off season, they they are missing out, and that would be a huge blow to the Orioles organization. It just really sucks that he. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you there, John. It just. It just sucks that like it, it, it they ha- they would have to trade him to a team within the same division. That is the worst, especially thing. the Yankees. That is such a blow. That's a blow to like everybody who watches baseball. That's not a Yankees fan, because because screw that. Don't give more, better players to the Yankees. I want to watch. I want to see the. Right. Yankees. Well, it just sucks because yeah, I mean the Yankees are the, you know they buy what they want and that's that you know that's kind of how they how they've been for the last you know 35 or 40 years you know you you know you farm your players you make good draft picks uh you sometimes you get a little bit lucky and then the yankees go okay we have money we're gonna make it so attractive that you can't say no right so also uh huge anti-box shout out to the rockies for signing wade davis that was a hell of a pickup there's your wade davis not your yeah. wade davis, not your uh <laughs> yeah not yeah, we'll save that for another time. We have one more box to dive into, and that is the potential dismantling of the Patriots. And that <laughs> it is, this is, it is juicy. Uh, everyone's accepting it. Everyone in Patriot land is uh, saying it's not true, including if you if you listen to anything from Barstool Sports, they're going anti-story anti, um, on it, so... What are you guys' thoughts on what's going on in New England? Uh, I think, Tom, it makes it definitely... Well, actually, why, why, why don't you uh, do a little explanation, Idean? You have, you have a little bit more knowledge uh, about this topic here. Basically, um, it seems like it's been... It seems like there's been something brewing here for the last few years. Um, a big, a big um, catalyst in all of this is Alex Guerrero, who is Tom Brady's close confidant personal trainer um personal trainer he's been a big big part of the push for this whole tom brady 12 like training regiment and like diet and exercise thing going on and um kind of like a side business that tom brady has um basically he's been involved in the organization um here and there and was involved in practices and, and stuff like that. And uh, and recently, uh, Bill Belichick has told him, "No, you you cannot be a, you cannot be a part of these uh, private practices and meetings and that sort of stuff." Um, so there's been some tension there. A lot of the newer players that have come in, like Julian Edelman, uh, Rob Gronkowski, these kind of guys, they've they've th- there's there's been rumors that they've felt pressure to join in the like. Tom Brady 12 kind of regimen and stuff like that. And and Belichick doesn't like that. He said, no, no, no. You guys have to go through our trainers. You have to go through our system in order to to do that sort of thing. So there's, that's one piece of it. The other piece of it is um, the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo situation and the Jacoby Brissett. It sounds like to me, uh, based off of the story that 
both Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo were pushed out by Tom Brady through Robert Kraft. Basically, Tom Brady, from what it sounds like, he, he gave them an ultimatum. He said, you you either got to choose uh, Belichick or me. I, I mean, not not directly, but kind of indirectly. You know, it's either it's either Belichick or me. And, and Robert Kraft went with his uh, buddy Tom Brady and said, no, we got we to gotta trade Garoppolo. Kind of, he forced Belichick's hand. Belichick did not want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo because he obviously was preparing for the future for when Tom Brady left. And now that all of this has happened, Belichick sounds, it sounds like to me that Belichick is pissed off, and rightfully so. I would be mad too that uh, his whole plan has been undermined. And it seems like to me, um, I was uh, listening to uh, Colin Coward actually, and he was the one who kind of uh, pointed this out. But he's kind of been preparing all of his coaches for head coaching jobs. So it sounds like he's he's now trying to push his guys out of New England, and he might be setting himself up for either retirement in the next year or two, or to leave and go coach another team, and then the Patriots would just be left with a 41-year-old aging quarterback. No so that's scheme and everything. Kind yeah. of, yeah, it's almost, like, it's almost like Belichick's like, okay, well, screw you guys. Uh, you guys aren't going to win again for another 10, 15 years, which... For me as a Broncos fan, I would love that. I'm so sick of the Patriots winning everything. All the it's like the Yankees effect. I'm like, I, I would just love for them to collapse and for Tom, because Tom Brady he is gonna hit. A I don't wall, care what he says. It, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, Father Time is undefeated. You know that's that's the saying, and he's eventually gonna hit that wall, and then they're gonna be left with just an, an aging quarterback. They're gonna be in the same situation that the Broncos were in, and um, could you imagine if they would have had Jimmy Garoppolo too? To fill in that void. So just a lot of tension and weird, weird stuff. It just it makes Tom Brady seem like an entitled um, an entitled D bag, you know? Yeah, a brat, yeah. That's that's just gotten spoiled and he's just treated like a king over there and he expects to well, be. Well that's the thing, like- I mean he he has so much power to lobby for what he wants because of the success he's had. And I mean, yeah, Bill Check is obviously a major factor in that success. Um Huge. He is the he, personnel he, guy. Well, the, but, the, but really, Belichick and Brady are the entire machine. They're 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 ninety percent of the team. That's and right. They're the they're the two main factors that have stayed there, and the the what's come out of that are just multiple championships over the last fifteen years. I mean, it's unprecedented, yeah. actually. So yeah, it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's going to be interesting to see that, see it dismantle, whether it goes gracefully or whether it goes with with drama, because. At this point now, it's just will, mm-hmm. will you know, will those you know uh, greats separate in peace and have it be a right. nice exit, or will it be some type of you know drama with you know uh, between the organization and the players and Brady and Belichick, which I hope is dramatic because I mean that would be freaking hilarious, juicy to, that, to see yeah. that rank end like that. What a, you can you can write a book out of that, make a movie out of it. Here's what I think: That's right. if they win the Super Bowl, maybe this year, maybe there's a uh, softening uh, separation. If they lose to the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win today, next week, it's going to blow up. That would be exciting. Yeah. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah. Well, they might actually... It depends on who wins, because I think if Jacksonville wins... Ja- no. Jacksonville's number three. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs are number four. Number three. Wow. So, so I mean, if the Bills win, yeah, they'll face... New, New New England if uh, KC wins so 
But if right. Jacksonville and KC win, it's going to be KC, who demolished them week one. So Yeah. Well, that, I guess that's a good uh, segue to our, our next uh, segment, which is uh, – yeah, let's do some picks. Don't have a lot. We're actually gonna um, we're gonna change it up a bit. We're yeah, gonna we're gonna yeah, add we, in the college football championship from uh, this upcoming Monday as well, since there's only four games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and John John basically uh, won regular the, season. the regular season. We we didn't do picks last week. Whoa, but, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! John was John consistently ahead didn't of us. Do picks last week. So well, I mean, my <laughs> yeah, foresight's but... 2020. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's get let's go ahead and get on with this. Um, we got uh, Tennessee versus Kansas City coming up here in uh, looks like in another forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, Phil, who you got? Uh, you're in Kansas City. You got the Kansas City shirt on. Uh, the trader. Uh, what do you? What does what the trader oh, I'm say? Gonna, I'm gonna mail you a bag of shit. <laughs> oh man, you guys are the worst. You guys are the worst. <laughs> I'm still a Broncos fan at heart. I just live here, man. I gotta support whoever's in the playoffs. Uh, I've, I've yet to buy Royals a single the playoff, shirt. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna support them. Um, all right. I I think it's a no doubter. It's cold as balls here today. Uh, Casey. Oh, Casey, man. Yeah, I, I do like Casey at home. I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, Arrowheads of monsters. Vegas has them favored by by eight. I mean, that's a yeah. That's a Correction. Cool. That's a pretty. It's warmer. It's been. It's warmer today than it's been for the past three weeks. It's thirty degrees. <laughs> Dang, Sixteen right now in Baltimore. Thing. It was negative eleven here a few uh, weeks ago. So <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's bad news. All right, I do. What do you? What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna be uh, different here and pick Tennessee. I think they're gonna fight for the. Blarkey lives on. They're gonna come out playing hard. They they had a cold game themselves last week against Jacksonville, a very yeah. good defense, and they beat Jacksonville last week. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tennessee, Tennessee does have a very very good running running attack, which is a kind of a weakness for Kansas City. Saw that in week in week seventeen, yeah. but it does worry me that Demarco Murray is out though, or possibly out. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a pretty so big that's, blow. That's interesting. That's a pretty big well, blow in your best running back. The, the the thing that that. Yeah. Besides the home field advantage, is Alex Smith has has gotten a week off, so That's could be good, could be yeah. bad. I think it's going to be more good than bad. The backup could be better than Alex. He didn't throw a touchdown <laughs> last week. Come on, he's he's a damn roller coaster, man. He's fantastic, and then he's the shit the next week. So, wow. all right, yeah. yeah. Okay, hell of a game tonight. Yeah, I'm excited for this game. Yeah, tonight. yeah. I'm actually I, I I'm actually picking LA to go to the Super Bowl now after, after seeing what they can do and having a good defense so i i mean it's kind of a risky pick this is the one of the hardest years to actually pick out of the nfc who's going to go all the way because it's just so many good teams there in the are NFC this four year. good teams um, but phil who you got atlanta versus la who you got, phil? this is a tough one because i uh, atlanta in the playoffs is so dangerous so dangerous mm-hmm. but the but the they rams are at home year. and they are Gurley should be mvp i mean they are on fire they're on fire. Both I'm going for the younger the team. I'm going for the Rams. Rams, all right. Yeah. Um, Rams are the clear favorite from Vegas all the way down to, I think, just every every sensible football watcher. Uh, Todd Gurley, just so you guys Wait. know, in the last two weeks of fantasy, he had 88 points in fantasy. He destroyed, in two weeks. destroyed everybody. Yeah, Definitely the fantasy. I, I mean, like, yeah. No, yeah. he's number one scorer in fantasy in, in I think every league, you know, regardless of what scoring General, you yeah. use. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just there I don't see 
any any chance with with their running game it's 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 game over it's it's rams yeah and that and now not to mention what you all that you guys mentioned about their offense and their great offense and everything but they have a wade phillips run defense that likes to go after the quarterback and loves to crush yep. people and they play good defense it's crazy how good and their um their uh, uh top cornerback is back too for the for the rams yeah the only thing is Kayvon Webster back? No, he's not. But he he was in their best. I think it was Reynolds on the outside. The, oh, the guy that two that had okay. two pick sixes in one game. <laughs> just so you know. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Um, so Jared Goff has thrown twenty eight touchdowns to Matt Ryan's twenty, and he's only thrown seven picks, whereas Matt Ryan's thrown twelve picks. So not only do we have a clear winner with the with the running back situation, but Jared Goff on paper is a better quarterback. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's been two hundred yards less. I think he's kind of he's he's kind of been forgotten about this year with how good Carson Wentz played. But Jared Goff has been looking like he's got a future star too. And and thirteen touchdowns. Good God, thirteen hundred yards too. Uh, Thirteen yards, thirteen touchdowns. Don't forget about their sneaky good third round pick Cooper Cup, who has sixty-two receptions, eight hundred sixty-nine yards, five Five touchdowns, two more than uh, Julio Jones. It's unbelievable. But the only yeah, thing how, that kind of scares me: Rams are four and four at home. Falcons are five and three away. Yeah, I don't think that matters, man. Wow, they've been on fire as of late, and I just I, I don't see the Falcons winning on the road against against this, this Rams team. So this is I think this is the set. This is yeah. the jeez. There's a there, almost every single game this weekend's good, but I think yeah. this one almost the next tops one out. I'm most excited about the uh, the next game. I didn't take it away. The Sunday game, uh, Buffalo. Okay, so yeah, so obviously I'm picking LA, and then next up is uh, Buffalo versus Jacksonville in Jacksonville, their first playoff game in like I think ten yeah. years. So first playoff game, first game playoff game for Buffalo in nineteen years, first playoff game for Jacksonville in almost ten. This years. is exciting. Someone Monday. has to win. Someone has to win yeah, no matter exactly. what. It's amazing. That's great. <laughs> so I mean, so Phil, who you got? This is a tough one. Uh, the defense for Jacksonville has maintained a, a superior level all season long. With, and something that has surprised me is their cornerbacks are ridiculously good. Um, good wide receivers, too. The only question mark is Bortles. How will Bortles yep. play? Bortles, Bortles and Taylor are going to be what determines this game. They're both below, below They're the average cards. quarterbacks. But, yeah. oh, and the defense for Buffalo is so good. Uh, I'm gonna. I love Jacksonville though. I'm gonna go for the upset. I'm gonna go Buffalo. Wow. Okay, we got a buff. Buffalo. Oh, upset should I do that? Should Phil. I do that? John. Uh, I've already circled. Yeah, you're it. done, man. You can't. You can't revert on your pick. Go for don't it, overthink dude. It. Don't go overthink it, man. Gut, bro, go for so, your gut. Despite that, Vegas has a eight and a half point favorite for for Jacksonville at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I actually that. do like Buffalo on the road. Now, I, from my understanding, though, uh, LeSean McCoy might not play. He has, a, he has an ankle yeah. sprain. I don't so, know if he'll play or not. Yeah, he's that is a questionable. major factor for Buffalo. Now, Tyrod Taylor on, on paper is also a better quarterback than Blake Bortles is this season. But Leonard Fournette has been a, yeah. has been crushing it. Um, so, oh. But LeSean McCoy has been their offense. He's been, like, <laughs> lights out this year. Yeah. So, they're, they're – I didn't realize this – the Jaguars, uh, their best wide receiver, Robinson's out. Well, so yeah, I mean, both yeah. both teams have. He's on IR. Both teams have injuries to work with, but. But 
As much as I want Buffalo to win, McCoy's I believe Jackson is going to win. McCoy? Yeah, who knows if he'll play or not. I mean, if he plays, well, he, you know, he might not be he's, 100%. He's questionable, so that probably leads toward, toward, toward him playing. Yeah. Either way, I, I, I think Jacksonville's got this on the road. Uh, they have more uh, – they have they, they have a more well-oiled, lubed-up machine going on there. So, But I'd like to see Buffalo win, but I think Jacksonville – yeah, I'm. That's an easy pick for me. I I agree with John. I'm going with Jacksonville, number one sack leader in Their the defense. NFL uh, for for teams. Yeah, they're gonna go after the quarterback. And as as we know, when it gets cold in January, even in Florida, which it has actually been cold, it's no interestingly enough. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, when it gets cold and you're playing January football, uh, we know here in Denver uh, that you know being able to get to the quarterback to put pressure on the quarterback to uh hit hard those kind of things will win you ball games this this at this point of the season so i'm going to go with jacksonville for 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 this game today and then um that leaves us with the last game is my uh, game game weekend yeah this is awesome this is kind of like the atlanta la one where it's just two star-studded teams that are that could easily go to the super bowl either one of them um so we got Carolina uh, trying to make it back to the Super Bowl since uh, for the first time since Super Bowl 52 years ago. And the New Orleans Saints trying to make it to the Super Bowl for the first time since Super 2007. Bowl uh, 44. Yeah, 2009. Sorry. So, 7 was here. 2009, yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. So, Phil. I think this will got? be a good game, but I think this is easier than the other ones. I think New Orleans Saints, they're 7-1 at home. I mean, yeah. Drew Brees has almost run for 4,400 yards. Um, the fact that Carolina does not have a rushing game. Cam Newton is their highest rusher this year. Um, and Ingram yeah, and their and their uh, rookie have been outstanding. So, Saints. Yeah. Saints for Phil. John, who you say? I like Saints at home as well. I mean, Drew Brees has thrown a thousand more yards than Cam Newton. Granted, Cam Newton's ran for seven hundred and fifty yards. I, I just, I mean, you don't have a running back in in Carolina. That you know, that to me is a concern. And there's um, two, but, there's two running backs for the Saints. Well, there, yeah. So I mean, Ingram's obviously a cr- yeah. crushing it. So that I, I think and that rookie from Tennessee is outstanding. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, like this, this is the first year. He's going to be rookie this, of the year. This is the first year for a while where I've seen New Orleans not only put the ball in the air well, which they've done that for a long time ever since Bruce, Bruce has been there, but also Ingram. Well, just in general, their their running game is stellar. So usually New Orleans is is, is a team that throws the ball only, but um, I think that this year with with, with their dual weapons, uh, Breeze has been almost, in my eyes, almost perfect for how many yards he's thrown for, only eight picks. Yeah, 23 uh, TDs. Yeah. I mean, with, yeah, with 4,300 yards. And only eight picks. I mean, he's putting the ball up in the air a lot, and for him to only have that many picks is, is unbelievable. And so, they, ha- they they have a wide right. receiver with 104 touches, 1,200 yards too. I mean. Yeah. Well, and let's not forget, I mean, I was going to mention this too, is that not only do they have the, the, the well-balanced offense, but now they actually have improved their defense immensely. They had, like, one of the worst defenses for the last, like, I think, five years. And now they finally yeah. got their defense together, which is just makes them all the more scarier. Yeah. They, they, if, if I wasn't going to pick L.A. to go to the Super Bowl, I'd pick New Orleans to go to the Super Bowl. Um, honestly, they're, they're, they've got a really good team. Um, they beat Carolina in New Orleans uh, earlier in the year. I think few, like early December they played. I think a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, easy pick for me there. I'm, I'm going with uh, New Orleans uh, to get the win at home. 
So um, that uh, leaves us with a game on Monday uh, for the national championship in college football. Um, a good rivalry SEC matchup. Power. Two, two sta- yeah, two, two states that are bordering. They don't really like each other. Uh, good Southern college football. We got Alabama against Georgia. Um, what do you say, Phil? Let me check something. Uh, do, 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 do. I think. I, okay, you check, Phil. I mean, uh, John, who you got? Alabama's a clear winner. Yeah, Alabama. I think they have a stronger fan base. Uh, I think. Uh, I don't know. I. I, I just. They have yeah, the, the experience, experience. That's for sure. Their coaching staff. Yeah. Has the overall, I mean, Al- Alabama's proven themselves year and year, you know, year after year to be the you know really the cream of the crop of um, college football and. I, I just don't see many teams beating them ever, period, whether it's regular season or in the BCS. So, Right. Oh, I thought they actually matched up against Taylor this year, but it looks like they didn't. Um, but that running attack from Georgia uh, last Monday was outstanding when they finally realized Ooh, that they can run. Um, the defense yeah. is questionable, especially since a defensive lineman caught a touchdown for Alabama. <laughs> against against Clemson, um, that's right. I hate to say this, but I think Alabama gets it gets it again. They're playing in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's I mean, that's they're definitely right. closer to uh, definitely closer to Athens and uh, a lot closer. It's it's isn't Athens uh, a, a, a Athens Georgia is only about an hour uh, east oh. of, uh, of of Atlanta. But either way, I mean, they're not that far from from Alabama either. So there's I mean, clearly there's going to be a ton ton of people from both teams. And the Bama fans they travel, travel well, well anyway, yeah. So, so I mean, I, I think in general, there you know, there's not really going to be a, you know, you know, more, more, more of one fan or the other. I think, I mean, the Alabama fans will show up regardless of where it's at. But it is kind of right. cool that it's in Georgia or, or that it's in Atlanta because, um, you know, that nice yeah, it's brand new, too. brand new stadium. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with, I'm going to go with Georgia, uh, for for two main reasons. Um, one is I think they'll, they'll they're going to be really high off of. Their win in the Rose Bowl. That was one of the that most was incredible amazing. games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and um, of course the running attack, like you mentioned, I, I think their quarterback is is pretty good. Um, I like that From kid. Um, and also, uh, just because you guys, both of you guys, picked Alabama, I think I'm going to go with Georgia just to try to get some points. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> playing a little bit of strategy think- there. And plus, I just don't want to see Alabama win. I'm kind of going with my heart on that one because I. I, I don't want Alabama to win. This I think game. I think it will be a good game. They they uh, Georgia can yeah. can can take a lot from what happened against the Mississippi State game and even the Colorado State game that that, that they played against Alabama where they were a lot closer and could try to implement that because I know those both well, those teams were strong strong running teams and I think Georgia is probably the best in the country. So yeah, yeah, they're pretty evenly matched actually. Except for defense, Alabama has an advantage when it comes to defense. Hey, so uh, how about how about the the uh, winner in points based on playoff football, and then of course including the uh, the game on Monday, the uh, the winner obviously we have to take up a prize, but the loser has to shave off their beard. No, <laughs> you picked the Bills. <laughs> no. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not. I'm well, not. We should, do, we should this. do something for like. We should do something for like the top point getter, um, going forward. Right. Like. 
overall at the end and of the season. And then I think I think uh, we'll probably have a week to decide that. I think what we're what we're gonna do from here on out, we're gonna expand out to other sports as well. We're still gonna pick the playoff games, but we might throw in a game like a basketball game or if a hockey game that's intriguing for the for the week, just so we can kind of. I know I know I need to a huge hockey and, and basketball fan. John and I are kind of limited on our knowledge of those sports, but kind of just grow our knowledge base a bit. Baseball, baseball, baseball. It's coming up. Spring we have to wait until April. Up. What is it? Uh, we're like, we're like Time 68 days away. Well, from, baseball uh, is like the shortest offseason. <laughs> yeah. It's like three yeah. months. I'm going to be reporting live from Florida this spring. I'm going to go watch the I will... Oh, are you going to the, are you going to the Florida go to, spring well, training? I'm actually, this, this is year? the first year of my life where I'm going to go to both. Hey, John. I'm going to go watch the Astros when? and I'm going to go watch the Rockies. When? Oh. When? When? I don't know. I'll find out once I uh, look at the ticket prices. Because I'll be in Disney the World Astros the second week of March. <laughs> okay, so I'll probably go down then when you're in Disney World because we can go together to because uh, Astros training can send me, which is right well, where Disney World is. Well, we have a kind of a strict schedule, but we'll talk, talk, talk about that later. Uh, we'll but that out later. With that, that <laughs> wraps up this week of Bok Talk. Um, so, yeah, Wonderful, it was fun. Guys. It's good. It's good to be back. Like I said, we're gonna try to do this every every week from here on out. I think our schedules are a bit more clear, depending if John's pipes get them frozen or not. But, <laughs> but yeah, but thank you very much for joining us this week and enjoy the football. Enjoy the football playoff, gentlemen. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. You don't have a quote? Okay, I can, I can, uh, I can uh, pull one up. <laughs> yeah, what happened to the quotes? I was like, Phil always has a quote. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if that that was a. Uh... Well, uh, there was a quote from uh, uh, what's what's the famous quote from. Uh... From uh, Gandhi, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. There you go. <laughs> Do that, guys. So quit, so quit picking the bills. Yeah, that to, works for me. To win tomorrow or today or tomorrow. Oh shit, I don't have one. No quote, guys. We'll go. Here's a week. quote. Enjoy the enjoy fucking playoff football. All right. Quote it, Phil. All right, guys. The game is starting, everyone is here I got my snacks, my friends, and a beer Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one E to the S to the P to the N Is all I watch, cause I'm the man If my team loses, I'll be mean all night If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight Watching sports with girls is a pain They don't know the rules, there's no time to explain Single, double